Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Welcome to New Caris Ministry. We are so privileged to have you tune in to our live broadcast. Shall we pray? Father, we thank you for such a wonderful day. We thank you for such a glorious day. We thank you for such a wonderful moment in your presence. Father, we pray, O oh God, that you bless our hearts, you prepare our hearts, O oh God. You speak to us, O oh God, to change our mentality and perspective concerning our mission as Christians. May you cleanse us, may you make us whole, and may you make our hearts fertile for your word. In the name of Jesus, I pray with thanksgiving. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. We bless the name of the Lord. In our Christian journey, sometimes we feel that some of us are called just to listen to the gospel of Christ which is not helpful and I think that it has been necessitated by the institutionalization of the church where we all feel that we should come and be saved. We should come so that someone will preach to us. But I believe that there's a greater calling for everybody who is in Christ Jesus. I'm speaking on the topic, our calling. Our calling. We are all called in Christ Jesus for a purpose. Hallelujah. Shall we read Matthew chapter 28 verse 17 to 20? And when they saw him, they worshipped him, but some doubted. And Jesus came and spoke unto them, saying, All power is given unto me in heaven and in earth. 19. Go ye therefore and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and of the Holy Ghost, teaching them to observe all the things whatsoever I have commanded you. And lo, I am with you always, even to the end of the world. Hallelujah. We just read what is termed as the Great Commission, and we heard Jesus Christ in the verse 19 telling his disciples to go ye and make disciples of all nations. Hallelujah. This is the calling for every Christian. This is the very reason why we are called. If there is no need to make disciples of all nations, teaching them to do what Christ has commanded us to do, then there wouldn't have been any need of Christianity. 
there wouldn't have been any need for the disciples to work after Christ has left. Hallelujah. They would have just enjoyed their life and move on to some, move on to their, their, their works, fishing and the rest. Hallelujah. But because of the need to disciple the world, teaching them what Christ has taught us, then there is a need for the disciples to keep working even after Christ has left to the Father. Hallelujah. So we have a great calling. We have a great calling. Every Christian is called to disciple the world. Hallelujah. That is why we are called. So the mission of the church is to make disciples. So teaching and discipling the world is the true nature of the church. So if you belong to any gathering or you belong to the body, a body of Christ whose main goal is not to disciple the world around, you know, them, then they have missed the mark. Hallelujah. Because our greatest calling and our purpose as the body of Christ is to disciple the world around us. Hallelujah. So each member of the body of Christ do have this calling. So never believe that you cannot speak the word of God or you are not, you don't have that kind of blessing to share the word of God with anybody. When we are saved, we are supposed to be prepared to grow to disciple. And that is the very reason why we are supposed to be meeting. That is why we are not supposed to ignore, you know, the meeting of the saints. And we are supposed to be meeting. We meet to prepare ourselves. We meet to make sure that the people that we have discipled will grow. So if you are in a, you are a part of a body of Christ and you are not growing, you are not increasing in you know your faith you are not increasing in confidence to share the word then you may be at a wrong place then the place that you are do not have the calling that christ placed on every christian to go in and disciple the world teaching them so you know the our purpose is not to just love to be in the house of God, just love to, you know, uh, uh, be in the gathering of the saints. No, we are in the gathering of the saints so we can motivate each other, so we can grow and so we can, you know, uh, share our burdens together, so we can love each other, so we can help those who are poor among us. But the major purpose is to make sure that we can go out and, 
and disciple others. Our mission is to make disciples. Hallelujah. And this is the calling for everybody. So you become a Christian, you accept Christ, and you are expected to grow in the knowledge of the word of God, in the knowledge of Christ. You need to grow and in that growth of the knowledge of Christ, it builds your confidence to be able to share the word. You became a Christian about 10 years ago and you have never had the bad thing, you know, to save the lost. Hallelujah. But as you grow in Christ, you need to have that burden to save the lost. Because our calling is to disciple, you know, the world. Teaching them, bringing them into believing, and baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. We are called to disciple. You, can, you cannot be a Christian and not partake in this calling. Because it is through this calling that you have become a Christian. And you are discipled to disciple others. Hallelujah. And for every body of Christ... We should not just love our meetings and all that we do is to just meet Sunday, Wednesday, Thursday. No, we should love to go out because going out to disciple the world is our true nature. Our character is missions. Our character is discipling the world. Our character is not building beautiful churches air-conditioned churches so we will be just comfortable in the churches and we don't move out. Our character is go ye therefore and preach and not come and see. Today, it is the nature of most churches to have the big auditorium, nice building, nice sound, nice music so that people will be attracted to come. It is good, it is fine, but that is not why we are called. We are called to go out. We are called to make disciples and the people that we disciple, we have a responsibility of growing them into matured Christians who have the confidence, who have the knowledge to also disciple others because the call to go out and make disciple is an individual as far as the corporate body of Christ's responsibility. Hallelujah. We need to respond to that call. We need to respond to that call. And if you belong to a church, you have not even seen a woman, maybe one, three months, then you go out once. No. No. 
We don't have to wait for people to come. Today, all that the church waits for is that we want to see those people who are here for the first time. We have the auditorium and we have built brands. And we expect people to follow that brands into the church. No. We are to go out with the world using all medium, using the face-to-face, house-to-house, moving into the interlands, using the social media, radio, TV, all avenues to reach out people. We need to have a burden to save the perishing. Hallelujah. And as we have a burden to save the perishing, we cannot do that if we are not building our membership to have the knowledge to grow in Christ, to be spirit-filled so they can move out and make disciples for Christ. You are called for a great mission. And that great mission is to disciple the nations, is to disciple the people around you. Hallelujah. Why haven't you shared the word since you became a Christian? And why do you think that it is the duty of the pastor alone to do? That is what we have been taught. And that is what we, the traditional churches have brought us you know, up to. And all we think of is that we go to church Sunday. We go to church weekdays. For what? For what? We are not just saved to go to church. We are to disciple people. You have friends that you have been friends with for years and you know they are not Christians. But you have never shared the word with them why don't you have the burden to share the word hallelujah if you believe that you have received christ and you have been saved from internal eternal condemnation then why don't you have the pain and the burden to save and snatch your friends and your family who are on the path of hell, who are on the path of destruction. Hallelujah. If you believe in your salvation and you are so convinced that Jesus Christ is the way then why haven't you preached the way to your friends? John chapter 14 verse 6 says, Jesus answered, I am the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. You have people around you who don't have Christ. Why haven't you responded to the call of letting, know, letting them know Christ? We have been called to redeem the world. We have been called to disciple the world. We have been called to make sure that the world will be saved through Christ. Hallelujah. It is our responsibility to share 
the word. Making disciples is a conscious, active action, but not a passive waiting for people to come. And the church, the body of Christ must know this. We have become very passive and very lazy, waiting for the world rather to come to the church instead of us going to them, instead of us presenting Christ to them, instead of us having spirit-filled, energized with the burden of winning souls and redeeming people from, from the path of destruction, we are just comfortable enjoying the songs, enjoying the worship, enjoying the sweet messages. That is all. Can you point one person that you have saved, that you have preached the gospel to, and as a result have been saved from the path of destruction? Ever since you became a Christian, you have not taken your time to study scriptures so that you have the confidence enough to present the word of God. And this is also one of the faults of the church, the body of Christ. As we meet what is our goal, as we meet every Sunday, every weekday, what is our goal? Is our goal to make our members the best, you know, business students? Is our goal to make, just to make our members just comfortable in life? No. Our members are supposed to be comfortable in life because they have responded to the call. Hallelujah. The number one reason is to respond to the call of making disciples. Teaching them. So when we meet, we make sure that our body, our members are prepared to go out to teach. How can we make sure? One, we need to make sure that our members can read the scriptures. Hallelujah. If they are not literate, how do we make sure that they will be able to read? It should be the burden of the church. Because when you tell the membership that read, read your Bible, read your Bible, and the people you are speaking to cannot read. Read your Bible does not make sense to them. We need to go a step further of making sure that the people that we are telling them to read scriptures, the people that we are teaching them scriptures can read scriptures for themselves. And they need to be a mentorship program which will help people to be literate. Hallelujah. So that people can have the confidence of sharing the gospel. Hallelujah. It should be the burden of the church to make the people ready to go out. 
every Christian, you are called to preach the gospel. You are called to teach the gospel. It is our calling. It is our calling. We are all called to make disciples. We are all called to preach the gospel. It is not reserved for few people. It is not reserved for the pastors alone. No, we are all called to go and make disciples. As we have discipled you, you also have the responsibility of discipling others. Do not sit down and do not be deceived. That's you are not in a position to share the gospel. No. Make a conscious effort because that is your calling. Hallelujah. And that is why I have made it a point to make sure that every person that is in this room will read the scripture, understand the scripture, Love the scripture, be filled with the Holy Spirit, and empowered to go out. You need to be empowered to go out. Because when the Holy Spirit comes upon you, it shall give you power. It shall give you power. And what is the power used for? The power will be used to preach the gospel. So if you say you have the Holy Spirit uh, in, in you and you don't have the power to preach the gospel, then there's a problem. Hallelujah. Because that is the purpose of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is supposed to give you power so that you will be able to preach the gospel. Hallelujah. He said, when the Spirit comes upon you, you shall receive Power. And that is why I always stress on the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit. Because the Holy Spirit will give you power. Shall we read Acts chapter 1 verse 8. He said, but you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you. And you will be my witnesses. Hallelujah. We are called to be witnesses of Christ. So today, everybody is saying they have the Holy Spirit. Everybody is having the Holy Spirit. But where is the power? Because you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you. And what will you use the power for? You will use the power to be my witnesses. In Jerusalem, in all Judea, in Samaria, and to the ends of the world. The message has gone to Jerusalem. It has gone to Judea, in Samaria, and to the outer parts of the world. That is why we have also become a partakers of the gospel because we have received the word. And as we have received the word, we need not to sit down. We need to also disciple others. That is the command from Christ. To go therefore and make disciples of all nations. My brother, do not sit down. If you have been fortunate to receive Christ as your Lord and personal Savior, 
yearn, desire for the spirit of God, for the knowledge of Christ, so that you can also disciple others. That is why you have been called, my brother. You have not been called into just riches. You have not been called into just a family that we can share our problems and help each other. No, you have been called to also disciple others, to also make sure that people will not perish. If you believe that you have received Christ and Christ have saved you from eternal condemnation, then why don't you have that desire to also make sure that others will be saved from eternal, eternal condemnation? Hallelujah. Because if you believed that he who believes in him is not condemned, but who does not believe in him is condemned already. Hallelujah. If you believe in this, if you believe in John 3, 16, that we have been saying that for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son so that whoever believes in him will not perish but have everlasting life, then you will have some compassion for those who have not believed him and are on the path of perishing. They are on the path of perishing. My brother, it is time for you to respond to your call. It is time for you to have compassion for the people who have not accepted Christ. It is time for you to have compassion for the youth of today. It is time for you to have compassion for people who are living their life anyway, who believe that the message of the gospel is nothing. Have compassion for them if every Christian or everyone who, who who calls himself Christian who have believed in the name of Christ will rise up and respond to our call of making disciples and teaching them about Christ the body of Christ will grow and the body of Christ will bring joyous celebration in heaven because we are winning soul. You are a soul winner. You are called as a soul winner. Please do not be selfish. Respond to the call. Pray for the spirit of God to empower you. Respond to the call. Do not sit in that building called a church. Every Sunday you come and you leave. You come here, you leave. You come here, you leave. My responsibility is to groom you into people who will respond to the call. Beloved, God has called you with a great commission to go ye therefore and make disciples for him. Change the narrative. Change your mentality and know that you have work to do. Hallelujah. Amen. Shall we pray? Father, we thank you for such an opportunity to know our calling in you. Empower us with your spirit so that we will have the boldness to be witnesses of you in all over the world. Have mercy upon us.
and deliver us from the laziness that the world and the church is engulfed in. Have mercy upon us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Beloved, thank you for listening to me and listening to the word of God today. I pray that you are blessed and I hope you respond to the calling of Christ. Peace of the Lord be with you. Amen.